Welcome to an extremely goofy podcast. I'm Ashlyn. Hi, I'm Lexi. And this is our first official episode. We wanted to take a minute to introduce ourselves, the pod, say hi, talk about our everlasting friendship, all the good stuff that you need to know before you listen to us. Yes. Um, And before Ash does this, I do want to say thank you for taking the time out to listen um, to us. We're super excited to be doing this. We've been literally working on this for the last six or seven months. Um, but I'm glad to finally get this started and yeah, hopefully, um, you guys all enjoy our little chats as well and join us in growing this community. What is this podcast about? It's about Disney. It's about Disney and it's about the reality of Disney and it's about, you know, like it's just two Disney adults who aren't really Disney adults. And we're hoping that you join us in our community as we talk about being a Disney adult without actually being a Disney adult. Yeah, we don't suck. We hope you think the same way. You know, if you're the kind of person who didn't mind the changes to Pirates of the Caribbean because perhaps we shouldn't have sex slavery depicted in a theme park ride, you might like our podcast. I just think if you didn't think anything of it, it was like, this is sick, but also thought that it was, this is incredibly progressive and very much needed, you'll like this podcast. Yeah, if you're excited about the changes to Splash Mountain, because we probably shouldn't have had a ride themed around Song of the South in 2020, then you'll like our podcast. (laughs) If you weren't upset and was actually pretty stoked that Halle Bailey is going to be the Little Mermaid, you might like our podcast. Oh, also, I don't know if you saw the casting for the new Snow White movie, but I am obsessed with a Latina Snow White. Obsessed. Obsessed. It's all I could talk about for, like, three days. I saw the photo, but I don't know. Um, she's in West Side Story. Rachel Zegler. Yes, yes, yes. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous, and she's, like, literally Snow White. Like, I look at her, and I'm like, of course they cast her. Yeah, like, she literally looks like Snow White. We plan to talk about Disney movies, things going on in the parks. Series, perhaps. Um, just all things that encompass Disney um when we first started talking about this doing this podcast it was very much like okay like maybe we point out the things that are happening in like current events or that are centered around the parks but there's just so much content that we can talk on um a lot of things that we're really proud of the company for doing a lot of things that they could do better I feel like at this point it's very much like And I know that I've repeated this statement, but it's about two Disney fans who enjoy Disney, but are still consciously, um, consciously critical of the company as well. Yeah, I feel like I love Disney so much that that criticism comes from that place in my heart. Yes. Where it's like, I want them to do better because I know that they can. Yes, Um, I agree. Our call-outs and, like, what we want to see for the company is basically to, like, go back to how it made us feel growing up, right? Like, Disney was always kind of that company that, at least for me, it was just, like, I put anything that 
was produced or made by Disney, and it's kind of just like it feels like home. Um, there's an entire generation of humans like me and Ash who've grown up and learned how to be human because of the media that this company has put out. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. It's so weird because even now, anytime I turn on a Disney movie or listen to Disney music, there's just this weird feeling that comes over me where I just feel so comforted. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel welcome. Um, And there's a quote that I always, always, always refer to. And Ash knows exactly what it is. Uh, you want to make me cry. <laughs> always. And I always cry when I see it. And I always, always just think of that when I think of Disney. And it's what I want to continue to think of Disney when I think of Disney. Anyone who's been to Disneyland knows of the plaque as you walk into um, into Magic Kingdom And it's to all that come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories, fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. And that's exactly it. Like Disneyland is our land. It's there to remind us of our past, to help guide us through the future. I know we're going to talk about this like a million times in future episodes when we talk about specific changes to the parks and diversity and inclusion initiatives. But what always gets me is in the plaque, it literally says, Disneyland is your land. And when I think about changes that are being made to make the parks and movies and TV content and all media that we engage in with Disney more reflective of everyone to show that Disneyland is your land it makes me so emotional. It is. It's, I don't know. There's a lot of episodes in the past that I've talked about this with a lot more co- coherent thoughts about this quote. Um, but it's just a very important reminder of like what Disney is supposed to be and what it means for us. Yeah, absolutely. And we're hoping that we can capture that spirit of Disney with this podcast. Another thing that we want to do is try to bring in other people from the community to try to highlight some other voices. So, should we introduce ourselves a little bit? We've already been talking, but... Um, I can go first. Um, yes. Hello, I'm Lexi. Um, I am from the New York area. Um, me and Ash actually met years ago, um, on a... Are you gonna say it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah, it's fine. Me and Ash met years ago, um, over 10 years ago now. Um, I We were actually talking about how we were each other's, like, oldest friends. Um, we met on a community on Live Journal, not even related to the Disney fandom. So the fact that we met based off of a completely different fandom and ended up um, having such a connection to Disney and with each other is incredible. Yeah, that's so interesting. I hadn't really thought about that before. Yeah. For two people who met because of our mutual love for um, our favorite boy on Gilmore Girls, it's really interesting that we have so many other overlapping interests. Yes, exactly. And like, so 
we've been Ash was my first online friend. You were my very first online friend. And I always, like, remember that because you've been – you've seen me, like, at the literal – every stage of us growing up, we've been with each other. It's just absolutely wild to me, and it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Do you want to hear a secret? What? So up until recently, I was really embarrassed to admit that you were my internet friend. You know, I think now people meet on Hinge and Tender, and it's, like, not crazy to meet your significant other online, so it's way more normalized. But whenever I was in high school, I used to be like, oh, my friend Lexi, she uh, she goes to a different school and then she moved away. <laughs> I remember this because so I went to visit Ash like I think it was our freshman year of college. Oh, yeah, it was college. And I remember going to see her and she was telling everyone that like I was a friend from elementary school and that we kept in touch. <laughs> um after I had moved away to New York. <laughs> Mind you, this was, like, way before, like, like Ash said, like, how, I guess, easy it was and, like, how normalized um, meeting people on the internet were. Like, this was back when, like, everyone was like, don't meet internet friends. Like, don't talk to people yeah. on the internet. When yeah, everyone our like- age was, like, on chat rooms on AOL. Oh, yeah, the AOL chat rooms. It was a wildly different era. I don't know. I think I've always, after high school, I think I was kind of just like, yeah, like Ash is my internet friend. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think mostly just because like all of my friends have been made on the internet. So. Well, now it's just such a different world. Like, I don't know if I'll ever meet my coworkers in person. They're just like my internet coworkers. Yeah. It's just different now. I feel like the stigma is finally gone. Oh, a thousand percent. And thank God, because I was apparently spinning a lot of lies about how I knew you in elementary school, but like also you were at another high school. It was, it was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot. I don't know how you kept up with that. Yeah, me neither. It's not a very consistent narrative. <laughs> so do you want to share what your favorite park is? Oh, my favorite park? Um, so I've only been to a handful of them. So out of the three that I have visited, I think my favorite park it has to be... I have two answers for this. I love Disneyland because it's Walt's home. I know Walt Disney was problematic. However, he was the reason why we have Disney today. So that being said, Disneyland is my favorite in the fact, specifically Disneyland. Let me put it out there. Specifically Disneyland. Um, not DCA. Not DCA. I love DCA, but it is not my favorite park. Got it. Um, Disneyland is one of my favorite parks for the fact that there is so much history and it was the birth of you know, what we think of as of Disney today. But Walt Disney World has always been my home. That was, like, that's always been my home park. Um, I've been going to Disney World um, since I was a literal baby. And I know that that's a privilege to say. Um, So I've had the privilege of being able to go to Disney World and seeing all of the changes over the last close over the last couple 
of decades. Do you have a favorite park within Disney World? I was going to ask you that. Um, (laughs) It's okay. Because Disney World's also my favorite. I only have been to Disneyland once and a bird pooped on my head. And I think I like rage blacked out from it because I really don't remember much. Valid. Oh, I do have to say that Disneyland is also my favorite. Specifically just because there's a little bit more character interactions. This is Mm pre-COVID, obviously. But um, the character interactions that you would have at Disneyland was a little bit more immersive. Um, But in terms of my favorite park at Disney World, I think it has to be Magic Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Solid choice. Yeah. What about you? I would say Animal Kingdom. Okay. Valid. I think it's the only park that still has consistent theming at this point. Yes. So I appreciate that. We'll see how long that lasts. Sorry. But yeah, we'll see. I feel like it's already slipping a little with Pandora. And the thing about Pandora is that Joe... Rhodey. Rhodey, thank you. Um, That Joe Rhodey did an amazing, beautiful job in it. I haven't yet to see it in in person, but I know how much work he put into it and how he was... how much work he did to integrate it into Animal Kingdom. That being said, Animal Kingdom was Joe Rohde's home. That was his place. That was his land. And yes. <laughs> and you could just tell. Like, I feel like the quality is just so high at Animal Kingdom. Yes, it is. It is. They had an amazing creative director working on it. Yep. So that's my fave. Ballad. What's your least favorite? Epcot. Okay, same. I hate Epcot. Epcot sucks. Um, I hate Epcot. I don't drink, so like drinking around the world has never been like something I wanted to do. I didn't realize that you don't drink. I don't drink like that. Like I'll have like a casual drink at dinner. Oh, okay, yeah, same. Yeah, but like people who are like, I want to go to Epcot specifically so I can specifically so that they can drink all over the world. And I'm like, guys, that it's literally no fun. I had like, (laughs) I had a Joffrey's cocktail, coffee cocktail one morning. Oh, I know the exact one that you're talking about. I've had that too. Yeah. Like, yes. At like nine in the morning thinking that this was going to be a good idea. And then by 10, I was like, I have a headache. I'm dying. Went to Coral Cafe, Coral Reef, Coral Sea. Can't think of the name right now because it is cl- it is twelve Coral Reef p.m. Coral Reef. Went to Coral Reef. Yes, twelve a.m. Went to Coral Reef for lunch, and my head was literally on the table. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know why I would want to spend over a hundred dollars to come into a theme park and then spend probably like you know a hundred, two hundred dollars buying drinks and then be like so drunk and sick that I can't enjoy the park. Right. Like, I, that's so much money wasted. So much money wasted. Like, if you wanted to go spend $100, over $100 to go drink around the world. Because also, I don't think people realize that as small as a park that Epcot is, I'm pretty sure it is the smallest, like, it is the smallest out of the four parks in terms of, like, actual size and things to do. It's a lot of space. You're trying to walk around the world. You're trying to walk around Epcot smashed? No, cannot be me. I hate Epcot so much. I think it's so boring. There is nothing to do except walk around and spend money. Yeah. And I think it's fun for like an hour. And then you're like, I am at an outdoor shopping mall and I want to go home. It's a walking park. It really is. It is. It's where you take, you know, your kids to lose energy. 
get some food, which also their food choices are also like not even the better ones out of all of the four parks. Like, I'm so glad you said that because controversial statement, I don't think that the dining at World Showcase is actually that good. It's not. It, it's good during International Food Festival. Yeah, I like Festival Epcot. A lot of people don't, but I feel like there's nothing to do there already. So you may as well try to shove some stuff in. Right. Like, I'd rather go to Epcot for food and wine than go to Epcot to ride Frozen. But I do like Frozen. Oh, Frozen is beautiful. Beautiful. Is it four-hour long wait? Beautiful? No. Right. No. Exactly. It's an if I have an unused fast pass reservation. It's a I will hit Frozen immediately when I walk into that park and then ride it again because the line is still only 10 minutes. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So we hate Epcot. So <laughs> Epcot stands. Yeah, don't truly. talk to me. I mean, I, I do want to know though, who actually likes Epcot. Um, Posers like Epcot. Posers? Yeah. Yeah. If you like Epcot, it's because you're like, I am the Supreme Disney fan. Yeah. I understand because I was like this too. Like I had a whole character arc where I was wearing an Epcot t-shirt. I understand. You think that it's cool because you're obsessed with this Epcot that's either never coming back or just never was. Horizons is never coming back. It's not coming back. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can stop being so sad and unhappy. Yeah, it's never coming back. Although I do have to say that it would be significantly better if they upgraded um the dream finder ride i can't oh figment yes well its name isn't even figment it's like journey into imagination that's what i'm saying like i don't even know the name of the ride i just call it figment ride because i don't do too i call it figment (laughs) i'm like dream finder dream finder Uh, anyway rest in peace to my original twitter handle i know it was a good one sometimes i still find myself putting in the dream finder well, I still type in at Until Morning every single time. It's It's been a while. Until Morning was a good one. We talked about parks. Yes. What are your favorite movies? Um, favorite movies. I have a list. I feel like you need to ask me by era, right? <laughs> like, what is... I my, feel that. Right. Like, there's just so many options. Um... Or, like, categories. Like, live-action movie. Um, the only thing that I can think of right now is Xenon of the 21st Century. Oh, of course. Yes. If we're picking a decom, we're definitely picking Xenon. Xenon is amazing. Just, that's all I need to say. Protozoa? Zetas Lapidus. Oh, my God. I think I've... Basically, okay, this is the thing. I've built my entire personality off of three films um, growing up, and it was uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Peter Pan. (laughs) And um, The Little Mermaid. And, yeah. Um, So in terms of, like, my favorite childhood films growing up, like, I think those three were definitely it. But Hercules has a fuck a place in my heart you just can't beat danny devito can't can't beat that um and then i think in terms of new age like newer early to not early but like late 2000s um it has to be wreck it ralph or 
Well, no, it's definitely Wreck-It Ralph or Big Hero 6. Um, But in terms of newer princess films, it's Moana. Moana's so good. Moana, yeah, it's definitely Moana. It is, it's just, it's an incredible film. It's just so beautiful, too. Thinking about the ocean. The ocean, the music, amazing. It was the first time that I saw real representation as well. Like, I know that I have Raya, but, um, you know, like, Moana was really the first time that I actually saw representation like that in a Disney film. So um, I absolutely loved that. But, yeah, what about you? I think you've thought about this more than I have. (laughs) But my favorite movies growing up were Snow White, mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid, yes, and Winnie the Pooh. Oh, of course. So some overlap here. I'm not surprised. Yes. <laughs> I always say that Snow White's my favorite princess. I've loved her my whole life. Don't really know why. Um, whenever I was a kid, I was obsessed with her. I would run around in a Snow White dress. That's so cute. Yeah. We'll put a picture on the Instagram. Yes. (laughs) So it's still so near and dear to my heart. Um, Other movies that have come out more recently. I love Ratatouille. (laughs) There is a huge, there's a very specific fan base of Disney lovers who would ride for Ratatouille. I, Lexi, I don't know if I showed you this, but I have a Ratatouille lounge fly bag now. I know. I'll send it to you. Yes, you have to. Yeah. It was up for pre-orders and Seth got me one. Oh. I know. It's amazing. It says on the back of it, if you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Which is me. It's amazing. 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 And I also have a plaque thing in my kitchen that says Mm -hmm. anyone can cook. Oh. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I am just hardcore into Ratatouille. I cry every single time I watch it. (laughs) Whenever they start going in on that narration, that's like, it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from. I am bawling, sobbing, just let the rat cook. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I never finished Ratatouille. What's wrong with you, you (laughs) monster? Why do you hate Joy? I know, I really should. There's a lot of films that I should probably rewatch because I just didn't finish it. Well, did you just fall asleep? I don't remember. I remember watching it in some way. I remember watching like the first half of it and maybe it was on a flight and that's why I didn't finish well, it. And then okay. like, I'm really bad with films as it is. So I am too. Yeah. It's a miracle I've seen any Disney movie. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't... I can't sit still. No. Disney films are the only films that I can actually sit still on. That, that I, I can... I would say that for my entire life, until I met Seth, um, who was my boyfriend, dear listeners. <laughs> um, I never watched any movies that weren't Disney movies. Me too. I have a huge void in, like, my cultural knowledge because I've never seen, like, James Bond... Well, Cars that go fast. Back, back to the future. Never seen my, it. My partner hates at me because he's just like all of these amazing films, but you haven't seen any of them. The only thing you've seen is Winnie the Pooh five million times. And I'm like, <laughs> literally me. is there a problem with that, sir? Winnie the Pooh is so much better than any of those other movies. <laughs> I don't need to see them. I just know. It is exactly like I'd much rather watch Robin Hood than James Bond. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And the thing is, too, I don't like movies that aren't... Okay, well, I'm completely brainwashed by Disney. So I have to have a happy ending. <laughs> there needs to be at least one kiss. Yes. And if there's not, I'm angry. We watched the live-action Mulan when it came out, and mm -hmm. the entire time, I'm waiting for the romance to kick in. And we got to the end, and I was like, not one kiss? Not one kiss. No. I don't know. I just don't want to watch a movie that's going to stress me out. Yeah. Or make me sad. Or make my brain think too hard. I only want yes. to watch happy things. So, therefore, exactly. I just watch Disney movies. I, I do have to say, though, that, like, what stressed me out? Big Hero 6 stressed me out. Oh, yeah. Zootopia stressed me out. Yeah, well, this is why I don't like Pixar movies. Um, except for Ratatouille and Toy Story. And a few select ones. Well, Toy Story... Th well, no, not 3 and 4. I hate 3 and 4. Jesus I don't, Christ. I don't even want to think about them. 4 gave me fucking nightmares. Yeah, it's no. awful. Awful. No, terrible. Terrible. First of all, it took me like three times to get through Toy Story 4. I know you saw my tweet, but I, it, it kept me, it took me like three times because I kept falling asleep or turning it off because I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. <sighs> <laughs> but as I was saying, I just don't like Pixar movies for the most part because they always make me cry and feel bad feelings in my heart. Yeah. Nope. So I just don't like them. Dislike. Yeah. It's too serious. And the thing about Pixar films is that, like, okay, yeah, like, they really do that. Like, they really punch a hole in your heart. But also, at the same time, it's, like, it's the same story. I know. That's what gets me, too. After Ratatouille, it's been downhill for me. <laughs> Ratatouille number one. Uh, the exception to that is Onward. Oh, uh, Onward was really good. Yeah. Onward was really, really good. Yeah, I think it hit on all the right notes for us because it was really nerdy. Yes. It was very nerdy and, like... The fact that it had a different relationship, even though all the relationships are the <laughs> same. Um, I don't know. It was just very fun to watch as well. Even though, like, at the, like, the meaning of it was kind of sad. Yeah. Like, it was a very fun film to watch. Yeah, I agree. The world building was really cool. And it was basically like Dungeons and Dragons in a Pixar movie. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I was like, okay, this is sick. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, I was really into it. But other Pixar movies, I would never watch them twice because they just make me cry and I don't like it. Like Up, she loses the baby and then she's dead. That's oh, not yeah. fun. Terrible. What? For what? For I don't why? understand. Why do people like Up? Uh, it makes no sense to me. It's weird. Are those your... Okay, well, now we know what your least favorite movies are. Yeah, anything by Pixar. Yeah. Um, anything that's sad. I just feel like they should go back more toward, like, socialist ants and stuff. Oh, my God. Give me a Bug's Life, too. Like, do people forget that Bug's Life was a very pro-socialist film? It really was. It was I think great. we should go back toward the golden age of Pixar. Bug's Life. Cars. One. Toy Story. We'll keep onward. Cars 1 is actually really good. That's what everyone says. I have yet to watch it, but you know. It's really good. I think it's worth a watch. It has a good message. We love that. We love Cars 1 in this household. Yeah. Also, the Cars merchandise is some of the best merchandise. Anyway. Uh, I kind of wanted the Lightning McQueen Crocs. I, they go hard. Like, do, like why do I want the kids puffer jacket the kids puffer motorcycle jacket 
Oh yeah, there's some cute kids merch. Uh, yeah, I still, I still buy the kid umbrellas. I still buy the baby umbrellas. They're way better than the adult they're so, umbrellas. They're so much better, and they're cute. And I only need an umbrella for myself, so. Can it hold Fitz? No, Fitz holds the umbrella for me. Aww. <laughs> It's really cute. He'll like walk and like it's fine because he's usually wearing a hoodie, so he'll walk like and hold it. I'm a fucking princess. You're so obsessed with him. I know. It's sickening, actually. I understand. Um, I'm such a simp for my partner. Oh, I know. Like me too. And the crazy thing is, is that like you've known me for this so long. Like, could you fucking imagine me simping over a boy? (laughs) No. It's crazy, but that boy simps over me tenfold, so. That's how it should be. It's very key. Okay, well, what character do you relate to the most? Because I want to hear it. I don't know. Maybe Remy the Rat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No. I don't know. I haven't thought about it enough. I'm looking around to see what merchandise I have that could, like, jog my memory (laughs) about characters. I'm fucking crying. There's really just a lot of Remy the Rat merchandise in here. Damn, I was going to say, what character do I think reminds you of you? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But it's also 12.20 a.m. And I can't think. Okay, well, I'll just be Remy the Rat. <laughs> Remy the Rat. I'll, I'll, come, I'll circle back to this. Okay, okay. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what character do you relate to the most? Vanellope. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Fucking annoying. Well. Fucking me, 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 me. Maybe. But very happily to do so. And a princess. Exactly. And a fucking brat. I love her. I love Penelope. Yeah. I love this for you. Looks wise, you remind me of Dawn. Who's Dawn? Wendy's daughter. You mean Jane? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our Disney podcast. (laughs) thank you guys for listening (laughs) i think that was like the best ending thank you guys for listening um we hope we you guys stick around um we actually just made a twitter and an instagram um our twitter is what is our twitter ash it is extremely goofy but the o's are zeros Wait, it's an extremely goofy or is it extremely goofy? It's just extremely goofy. Should I add an? Nah, I like extremely goofy. I do too. It's cleaner and it's so wacky with the zeros. Yeah, right? Like, I love that. Okay. Um, that's our Twitter. Our Instagram is um, an extremely goofy podcast. Yep. Um, and we also have a Discord. Um that we are working on and we will get it up and running very shortly and we will share that with you but like we said we wanted to build this community with um you know just a bunch of disney adults who aren't disney adults so if you stuck around this long um feel free to join us and we're excited to have you yeah come be our friends Woo! we promise we're we can form full sentences. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, maybe not at 1223 a.m. We've just been timestamping this entire time. Okay, good night. Thank you guys for listening. Goodbye. Thanks, bye. See you real soon. <laughs>
the aerials. I'm gonna cry. Goodbye. <laughs>